You're listening to the Ramble Room. I wish we had like a gaseous sound effect, because that would go along with this movie, don't you think? Why aren't you saying anything? What the fuck is going on? Ariana, say something, damn it. Okay, I said something. I'm going to kick your ass. Please. Laura, you got a story? Not really. You don't have anything to share? It doesn't have to be that doesn't have to do with the theme of this movie. I know we try to do that, but we don't have to. You can just tell a story. Well, today I uh, went and auditioned for a thing called Broadway in the Ballpark. Okay. Yes, I know about that. I I know. I'm telling the viewers. Uh Uh, The listeners. I guess they're not really viewing anything, are they? They're viewing the screen of their phone. Have you ever listened to a podcast and looked at the screen while you're listening to it? No, not really. Unless I need to deposit. Yeah. So I don't think that that makes sense. But yeah. So I auditioned for that. And uh, I'll find out sometime this week if I got in or not. But That's I, made, exciting. I made the people laugh that were there. So you'll have to let people know if you get in. Um, yeah. I'll keep you all posted. What the date of the thing is. Well, the date of the thing is August 24th. I oh, okay. So. Okay. Well, it's a quick turnaround. Auditions on the 11th show on the 24th of August. But I mean, it's... It's not like a show. It's not yeah. a production. It's just if like... If it's just like a kind of a concert thing where it's individual acts, then yeah. I guess that makes sense. But yeah, so that's... That's your story. I guess. There you go. Now you know something I'm well, cool. about me. Be on the lookout, people. Okay, here's a synopsis. It's a one-sentence synopsis. Here's my one-sentence pitch <laughs> for Stepsister from Planet Weird. A teenager's life is disrupted when her mother falls in love with an alien. Ooh. We need like a UFO sound on the board. Or the X-Files theme song. But Okay, so let's get into this movie. Let's dive on in. This movie. The water's fine. This movie. The water's warm. <laughs> this mo- The water's tepid. Okay, Ariana. Room temperature. Shut <laughs> up. This movie, we have our main character, Megan Larson. She's a 14-year-old girl, um, and we're kind of, we kind of do this quick little backstory at the very beginning of the movie on her family. We find out her dad and mom are divorced, and we got flashbacks of why that is, is her dad is a freaking workaholic. He's we got flashbacks of that? Yeah, it was basically a flashback of them on the beach. Dude, I didn't even pay attention, I don't think. Ariana was half asleep. Half dead while watching this movie, apparently. Apparently. But Fred, who is the dad, he's a workaholic. He's always on his phone. He's not paying attention to the family. Mm-hmm. And we have this whole sequence of showing exactly why the parents are divorced. The mom's more of a free spirit. And she loves windsurfing, which her daughter, Megan, the main character, has picked up from her mother. And then there's also a little brother. What's the little brother's name? Trevor. It's Trevor. And so she's... She's kind of daydreaming at the beginning as well. And she's daydreaming about her parents getting back together, her brother being nice to her and not being annoying. And finally, her biggest dream is the guy in her school named Cutter, which let's just talk about that for a second. Girl likes dumb guy. How many how many dumbass dudes are in these early Disney Channel movies? A lot. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I think there's been maybe at least one in most of the movies we've watched so far. Yeah. And and it started with Brink. 
It's like, I don't know how many guys are really airheads like that. I've met some guys like that. Well, let's go through. But not all of them. Let's go through. Brink had one, had many. Miracle in Lane 2 didn't have any. No, Miracle in Lane 2 was fine. Anyway, there's a lot of dumbass guys in these early movies, at least. I don't know about recently. I think recently they've made most of the kids somewhat intelligent. Don't give them that credit. No? Well, I haven't watched the recent ones. Are there still dumbass guys in there? In zombies, there's... Oh, okay. Well, maybe they haven't improved. It's like, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know about, like, descendants. Maybe... Well, no, and I'm not expecting them to be geniuses. I'm just saying they could at least not be so vapid in the head. Genius didn't really have a dum-dum. No, not really. Just that guy who laughed a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, Cutter is the... He's not really the popular guy at school, but he also... Windsurfs. Windsurfs. He's kind of, she's attracted to him because he's an adventurer. He He's an adrenaline junkie, so he'll he's willing to jump out of a fucking plane, bungee jump, skateboard, blah, 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 do all this stuff. And she's very impressed with this because her mother's kind of like that and she's taken after her mother. So she's daydreaming about him asking her out. And then she wakes up from her daydream, realizes none of this stuff is going to happen, like her parents getting back together. And she's kind of... I don't know. Is she the nerd of the school? I don't think she is. No, she's not like super nerdy, but she's also not like super cool. She's not in with the cool crowd necessarily. She wants to be, but. Yeah. And um, there's this change that happens. Her mom comes home and she tells her I'm getting or I'm getting married. Not yet. But she's dating this guy that she met named Cosmo. Which Megan is her name? Yeah, Megan's the character. Megan doesn't have much hope because it's just like the perfect man. Like the mom continuously is dating losers. So Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, really? Another guy? And and the mom says, listen, this guy is great. I met him while I was windsurfing. And then they do a whole little scene of her meeting. Mm-hmm. Cosmo Cola is the last name. Yes. Her meeting him in the ocean when she's windsurfing and he's worried that about the wind he's like it's dangerous what are you doing and she yeah. goes i'm a windsurfer that's what i do for fun and, and he's so like, what and we don't really get what's going on but we will so she's like he's gonna come over um for dinner to meet you guys and he also has a daughter named ariel yeah and megan is very uneasy about this she doesn't know how this is gonna go she's worried and hesitant about her having a new sister and um or potential new sister and when they finally come over cosmo's like a lot like, yeah he's like I, over I know, the top i know they were trying to make him funny but it just was like i was like exhausted watching him even exist yeah it's true <clears throat> i don't know what they were trying to do maybe you're right they were trying to make him comedic but yeah. it just ends up coming off as he's a little nuts. And maybe a lot of nuts. And maybe because they're aliens, which we find out, maybe that's the reason why. But it doesn't the chemistry between Cosmo and the mom doesn't really make sense. No. And this the he basically comes in like guns place and like picks up Megan and twirls yeah. her around and she's like, Um I don't Back even know off, you. Dude. You're a grown man, this is weird. And then he comes in guns blazing with the little boy and that is better because the little Trevor boy loves relate. it. Yeah. And Trevor's obsessed with aliens and he's convinced, already convinced, that Cosmo and his daughter are yeah. aliens. Before Cosmo even came over, he was like, Mom's dating an alien. 
Yeah, he's he had a weird sixth sense about this. <laughs> and so Trevor really likes Cosmo. And I think that's maybe one of the leading points for the mom going, oh, this is cute. You know, yeah. he gets along with Trevor really well, and that's good for him. Um, And then we find out Ariel is with him, but she's hiding under their car <laughs> out in the front. Yeah. And he's like, she's afraid of of the wind. <laughs> yeah. And I think Ariel's first line is... I fear the wind. Right. Which is funny. Because Megan is forced by her mother to go out there and bring Ariel in. So she's trying to find her and then finally leans down and looks under the car and there's Ariel. She's like, this girl's a weirdo. (laughs) So then finally she convinces her to come out. Ariel has this way about her. She's very... Oh my gosh. What? Megan, Melissa, Ariana, Ariel... Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Ariel has this way about her. She's very regal sounding almost. She talks poetically and uh, phonetically. (laughs) And Megan finds this weird and strange. And she also has these weird fears like the wind. Um, And so Ariel comes in the house. They sit down for dinner. Things aren't going well. Megan and Ariel are kind of having this little back and forth. And Ariel, in her head, is going, evil Megan Larson. Yeah. (laughs) That's what her immediate impression is. She's like, I must destroy evil Megan Larson. Because I guess Megan is saying some stuff that's sarcastic or a little jabbing at Ariel and her dad. And it's not going well, this dinner. But at this moment we get a fucking rewind of the whole first 20 minutes of the movie. Yep, and then we start to see it from Ariel's point of view. And she's, like, writing in her diary, but the way she does that is by moving her two fingers and forming (laughs) words into a little weird, like, witch's totem. I don't know what the hell that thing was, but it was silver. It was, like, a globe with a shaft. Yeah. It was odd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She sends her thoughts into that and that's basically her diary yeah it's a little weird but you know she's an alien but we get to see them in like their hometown basically (laughs) their true planet and they're just (laughs) bubbles they're gaseous bubbles and and ariel's like i hate i love ariel because the whole time she's going she's like i just want to be a bubble again and i hate this disgusting skin and then she goes i am grotesque and i was like i've never related more yeah. to disney channel characters her sentence of i am grotesque she hates she describes it as she hates the yellow strands coming out of her head that and grow she, out of my skull yeah and this flesh sack that i must inhabit <laughs> I am grotesque. Yeah. It's so funny. So she hates being a, in human form. And we also get like the longest, weirdest fucking scene I think Disney Channel's ever produced. Of the bubbles flying around the... Yeah. It's, it's like a cotton candy clouds. There's apparently on this planet that they come from, they're just a gas bubble. That's literally what they are. Yep. But they have faces. Don't get yeah. us wrong. They have faces. They still have bubbles. human looking faces on the front of the bubble. And it's like her, her mom and her dad. And she has a boyfriend named Fanul. And Fanul and her just float together. That's what she says they do. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, that's what dating is. They just float that's together what I as gas. And then something happens where there's an evil dictator. So there's an evil dictator. The dad is like he's a freedom of, fighter. Yeah, he's a freedom fighter. So they have to like run basically because they're being attacked. And um, the two, the three of them, because her mom was with them, they're like floating away. I don't know. Zooming they're running away. away. But they can't run because they're bubbles. Well, whatever. And the mom <laughs> gets a little too high up because a, ga- a gust of wind blows her up 
and the then air, she, and pops. she pops and uh, she's dead. So yeah, the mom dies because of wind, and now we understand the fear of wind. Right. We're that like Cosmo oh, okay. and Ariel have. It's like that makes sense now. So this evil dictator Savad, he, is that his name? Yeah, it's Savad. And but the dictator is Fanul, her boyfriend's father. Father. Yes. Or is it uncle or father? Father. Yeah, it's the father. So he has taken over this planet. It's called Planet Zircalon, which I didn't remember. I just saw it in here. <laughs> That's how Fair important. Name. That's how important this story was. Yeah. <laughs> so Planet Zircalon is under siege by Zavad, and he's the dictator, and he he's possibly and most probably coming after Cosmo because he was a freedom fighter and was fighting against him. And so we we come back. Um, they're now in human form. She's not liking it here. And Ariel also says something to the effect of, um, luckily for us, this planet has what we need most, which is in order to survive, which is pure CO2. So the whole movie, you just see them drinking gallons upon gallons of soda. Yeah. And then burping. And it's just like a lot. I'm going to be honest. There were a lot of things that they added in this movie having to do with the gaseous form of these people. I didn't understand how it worked. At some points, they're able to turn back into a bubble if they're in, in water, in a sink full of water, or t- I think any sort of water tub. But I don't get it. What the fuck is that about? They also the the they hair dryer thing too. If there's too much air or wind, oh yeah, they start to like shift and shake. Yeah, I'm not sure. And and then later when they get into other things with the villain. That lo- that logic makes no sense because how are Ariel and Cosmo surviving with all this wind in the air if it's destroying them and they're still technically a gas bubble but they're human? I'm just saying they didn't spend enough time making sense of this idea. Yeah, no. But my favorite line is Cosmo's talking to Ariel and says, "Your mother was an extraordinary bubble." <laughs> That's right, he did say that. I just want you to know that your mother was an extraordinary bubble. My question is, how do they have kids in that? Do they just like <laughs> rub together until another bubble forms? I don't know, but friction can also pop gas and bubbles. So you tell me how that works. Again, no idea. They got in water for that. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Either water, way, it was a water birth. Ariel's not happy that Cosmo is now dating this new girl. And he says, well, Kathy we're going Larson. over. Yeah, Kathy. Well, we're going over there for dinner. And Ariel, she reluctantly agrees. Because so, she hates food. Meanwhile, Cosmo's over there going, I love food. Yeah. So then she comes over. Now we're back to the present before we flashed back again. Mm-hmm. And this happened several times in the movie. We get announced at the dinner table that Cosmo is going to marry Kathy. Yeah, they were, like, we, they were like, we know this is really fast and it may not make sense to you, but when you know, you know, and uh, we're getting married. And they're furious. Megal, Megal, mm-hmm. <laughs> Megan and Ariel are, that's their ship name. Their ship name is Megal. Megan and Ariel are both pissed. But Trevor's, so. Trevor's pumped. Trevor's, Trevor's happy. like sick. I get a new dad. Yeah, he's fine and with a new Cosmo. Sister. I get a dad that pays attention to me. Well, sick. <laughs> so then... The next day, now Ariel is going to the same school as Megan, and we find out Ariel is fucking cool at this school. I think it's the new girl syndrome. It happens yeah. all the time. It happened all the time when I was in school. When a new kid comes, all of the popular kids flock to them and want to be their friend. Yeah. 
I don't know what that's about, but it's a true thing that happens. It, it's it's like um, and I'm not saying it in a mean way because I would argue that most of the popular kids at my school were actually really nice. It's it wasn't even that though. It, it was even the nerdy kids. It was like who's gonna get the new kid type of thing. It was like <laughs> yeah. which click gets her, which or click him. gets the new kid. And it was like always whenever we got whenever we got one, whenever the drama kids got one, it was like yes. We stole one. <laughs> we got a new kid on our side. Yeah, but it was it was like I don't know what the hell that even is. But it, it happened all, all throughout elementary, all the way Middle, through high school. high school. Yeah, all of it. It was always a thing. There's a new kid, and everybody's like, "Which group?" There's a lot, especially because we live in a small town. Like like our school system was in a small yeah. town, so like there weren't a whole lot of new kids no, coming in and out of there. You grew up with everybody that you saw there. Yeah, so like, if y- there is a new kid, you know about it, and everyone's like, huh? Yeah, exactly. And um, I also wanted to say, so she's at school, even all the teachers love her because she's super intelligent, but how mm-hmm. the fuck is she intelligent if she's a gas bubble? <laughs> what school was she going to as a gas form that you she's know. able to make all these intelligent comments in class? Tell me, Ariana. I don't know, but I, I also don't think it's like far off i mean just because they're a gas bubble doesn't mean that she didn't have to go to school what on their planet i'm sure they had gas bubble school she said all they do is float around if she float around float around if she floats around all day what is she getting done what school is she fucking going to whatever one she floats into i don't know i just again makes no sense but she, even though everyone's accepting of her and loves her, she hates it there still. Yeah. Well, and she's confused as to why people like her. Yeah. And so is Megan. Megan's mm-hmm. upset about this. Ariel gets invited to the cool girl table that Megan has been trying to sit Fuck at for Heathers. years. And um, then the cool girl, who is the same mean slash cool girl from Xenon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she Named calls Heather. Yeah. She calls Megan over. She's like, hey, sit with us. She's like, you're related? Yeah. You're friends? And so Megan's like sitting there. She's still jealous. Ariel could give less of a fuck, honestly. Yeah. She couldn't give less of a fuck. There you go. And they're all like, where are you from? And Ariel and Cosmo have come up with the fact that they're from the Yukon in Canada, which has an extremely low population. She also gets Cutter's attention. Cutter likes her. That's at the beach later. I know. But I'm saying that's part of what's happening, oh. too, is that Cutter's group of friends is also noticing Ariel. Yeah. And then we do another flashback. Flashback. We go all but 30 minutes back again. To Ariel's point to of Ariel's view. To Ariel's point of view during that whole thing. And um, at one point she goes in the bathroom. This is when we see her in the sink as a gas bubble. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And uh, I think Ariel she's, Ariel even asks her dad, she's like, can I please write to Fanul? Like, I miss him and I want to talk to him and I'm, you know, I don't like it here. And her dad's like, no, because if you tell him where we are, then little dictator bitch will come and bitch tater, if you will, <laughs> will come and uh, destroy us, destroy us and probably try us. to destroy the world. Yeah. So... Yeah, Yikes. but she still tries to contact Fanul in the school bathroom, or she just talks about, she holds up like a bubble in the sink, and she's talking to it as if it were Fanul. Yeah. And then Megan calls a teacher in and says, what is she doing? And uh, 
Ariel tells the truth and she's like, I'm talking to this bubble. It's the love of my life. And the teacher goes, that was so poetic. You're a poet. Didn't expect it. Didn't expect it. (laughs) Yeah, yikes. So it's like everyone loves Ariel and Megan doesn't get, get it at all. Right. Um, and that's kind of when we learned about how Ariel hates food. She hates the earth. She hates these people. She just hates everything. Rightfully so. And Have you lived in the earth? Yeah, I can't. I honestly can't blame her because Ariel is my internal mood. Wouldn't you be She's disgusted like, if everything. you saw the human race? <laughs> I hate everything. I just want to be a bubble in my sink. That's all I want. And I don't blame her. I think at some point Megan is like. Let's teach you how to windsurf. Let's get you over this fear of wind. So they're at the beach. This is when mm-hmm. Cutter comes up and he's talking to Ariel. Yeah. And it's Megan can see it's very clear and Cutter's got a thing for Ariel. Megan's pissed. And she comes up to Ariel and says, "What the hell? Y- y- I'm fine with you taking away, you know, <laughs> my school friends or the popular kids, yep. the teachers, even my mom and brother." But Cutter is where I draw the yeah, line. Yeah, she's like, you just tried to steal my crush, you little bitch. And Ariel's like, I have Fanul and I don't like people. Yeah, so. she's like, I don't like Cutter and I don't want to be here. Megan then realizes, oh, so you don't want our parents to get together either. And Ariel's like, you don't want to get our parents together? And she's like, no. So then they hatch this plan. They're going to break up their parents. Which yeah, is like a your, yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> classic situation we got going on here. <laughs> also, there's this idea. I think Ariel does kind of have a little bit of a thing for Cutter at the beginning, but she still is faithful to Fanul at this point. But she says she likes him because he's vapid. Mm-hmm. She says that because it's like he's an airhead. Right. And uh, she's attracted to airheads because she herself is a gaseous form. <laughs> she's a bubble, baby. It's just kind of a stupid way of <laughs> yeah, having those two get together. It's like, oh, who would she be interested in? Oh, we know, an airhead, and that's the whole reason he's there. So one of the main things that they, they do have this kind of little montage of Ariel and Megan telling each of the parents things that, oh, well, Cosmo loves this or Kathy loves this, and it's the complete opposite from what they love. Mm-hmm. So the parents are starting to annoy each other. Because um, they basically tell Kathy that Cosmo likes smarter people. And so she puts on this fake facade or whatever. And Cosmo also, they're like, they both say that the other person wants a person that's more serious, basically. Which is the complete opposite. And both of them are like, I hate this. So then their final thing that they do is Ariel has been seeing this neighbor who who is a psychic. And she thinks... She likes the psychic because she's kind of on a same mental level as her and her people from Planet Zirklong. Yeah. But she also is calling bullshit on the psychic. Like, you are a little out out of it. (laughs) But she thinks it's a good idea, Megan and her plan, to have, like, a basically a double date set up. So the psychic comes over. They invite her over for dinner. And then they also, Megan invites her dad over. Mm Mm-hmm. So now it's her dad, her mom, Kathy and Fred. So now it's a uh, and Cosmo trap. and the psychic. It's a parent trap situation at this point. And they're having dinner, and um, I think the parents, like all of them, start to realize what's going on and what Megan and Ariel were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "Really, 
this is ridiculous. And the psychic, it seems like the psychic and Fred get along very well. Exactly. There's like a budding romance there. So they accidentally set up the psychic and Fred to get together (laughs) without knowing it. But I think the other thing that happens is Megan and Ariel, they start to kind of bond as they're hatching this plan. Yeah. I also forgot to mention, so whenever they take a drink of CO2, their voice changes. Yeah, it's like every single time until they burp. They go from like talking like normal to... And then as soon as they burp, it's gone. It's a really weird thing. I don't know why they chose to do that, but I didn't like it at all. And then, um, so after this whole dinner thing goes, they realize this isn't going to work. None of their plans are working to get their parents not together anymore. And Ariel is frustrated. She goes into the bathroom to turn into her gas bubble. Oh, yeah. But Megan walks in and sees that she's a gaseous form. Hello, my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Trudy. And I'm Trudy. And you are listening to QVCHS and NBCABCDFJ. Well, Trudy, I have a great product for you. Okay, what is the product, Trudy? You can drink it. That's the name of the product, you can drink no, it. No, but I'm letting you know that you can drink it. Okay, well, why don't you start with the name of the product? The name is Soda. Soda Pop? Soda Pop. Soda Pop. Yes. Okay, and what? what is... what? You said you can drink it. It is carbonated liquids. Okay. There's different flavors. There's lemon-lime flavor, which we call Sprite. There's a, like, a dark one. A dark one? (laughs) Yes, we call Pepsi or Coke. I'm not entirely... It's mainly sugar and uh, CO2 and uh, liquid. Okay. And what is the purpose of this? Does it have any health benefits? No. In fact, it makes your health... Worse. I mean, it depends on the, so the liquid that you're doing, but... Are there any, any kind of healthy carbonated drinks? You could get, like, a club soda, uh, which is just fizzy water. You could get La- LaCroix. You, there's also a thing called Zevia, which is, like, sugar-free. But LaCroix? Or bubbly, yeah. It's what just, like, seltzer. What the fuck is all of this? It's seltzer water. But what is the point? What's the point of having a carbonated drink? That's a great question. It does... I mean, I think it's just for tasting. Tasting? Well, it's like it's if just you air. Want it's just air added into it. What is it going to do? It fizzes in your mouth. It fizzes in your mouth? Yes. Like Pop Rocks? Kind of. Does it fizz in your stomach, too? Yes, and that is how you fart and you burp. What? Yes. That is not the, the process of farting and burping. Maybe not farting, but burping. But, but, so you just stuff a bunch of air in your system? And then you burp it out later. That's the purpose of a carbonated drink. Yep. That makes no sense. Why would you do that? Just drink fucking water. Says the girl who grabbed one of the cans from back there before we started filming. Shooting. A recording. I wouldn't have... I have to test the product. Right. Did you like it? No. I feel as though you're lying to me. Well, uh, I lie a lot, so you'd never know if I was telling the truth or lying. Guess you're right. Uh, do you want to know how much we're retailing this for? Yeah, sure. Tell me, Judy. Annoying me. 
It's two dollars a can. Two dollars a can? Yes. For all that fizz and carbonated air. It is also Wait, sugar. Can you carbonate air? Or just a drink? Could you have fizzy air? Could we bottle that up and sell it? Do you think that's a thing, Judy? If not, I think we need to get a fucking marketing team on this shit. We really should try that. Fizzy air sounds amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, you just... What the hell was that? (laughs) That was the sound of us going back to the podcast. (laughs) All right. So... After Megan sees this, she freaks out, obviously. And her parents don't believe her. Cosmo is, like, trying to cover. He's like, I don't know what you saw. Yeah. (laughs) And her mom's like, Megan, are you just doing this because you're upset that we're getting married? And Megan's like, no, no. She's a freak. She's an alien. She's a fucking gas bubble. I saw it. (laughs) And uh, so now that Megan knows Ariel's secret, I think at some point Ariel gets a bit upset about this. And that's when she contacts Fanul. Yeah. She gets upset because her plan isn't working. Right. Basically. And and she's upset now because Megan's ups- mad at her. Yeah. And she had just stopped calling her evil Megan Larson and just now gotten along with her. Mm-hmm. And now that's ruined too. So she reaches out to Fanul, which she is not supposed to do. Yeah. She's basically like, Dad, I know that you don't want me to do this, but I literally have to. Like it's, Which then causes Fanul and Svad... To come on down to Earth. And Ariel is now freaking out. Um, It's the day of the wedding. I'm also freaking out. <laughs> yeah, because Fanul is going to come soon. Oh, and man. <laughs> oh, man. So it's the day of the wedding. Also, I'd like to note, Trevor is really, really sweet. Um, The little brother. He's really sweet with Ariel. He loves Ariel. He also loves the fact that she's an alien. <laughs> and... Um, I actually really love the little brother. Yeah, I did. At, towards the very beginning, I put Trevor's best character. Yeah, because he's, he's actually really sweet. And I don't know what Megan's talking about him being annoying. He's just, you know, going around playing in the house. Which is like what a little what boy a, would do. Yeah, it's what a little kid does. <laughs> I don't know how you could be upset about that. But so it's the day of the wedding. Megan, um, for whatever reason, isn't Cutter at the wedding? Why is Cutter there? I think he goes there to ask Ariel her, Ariel out. But I also forgot when when Ariel's talking to the bubble, doesn't she say this bubble is the love of my life? Yeah, that's what I'm. That is what she says. And then she like storms out. Yeah, she says that, that's what she says sorry. in the school bathroom to her teacher. I sorry. already mentioned that. I'm sorry. I just thought it's funny. So, um. So I think Cutter's there just to ask Ariel out. Okay. So he's looking for Ariel. Megan's like, Cutter, what are you doing here? And he says, I'm looking for Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think Kathy, the mom, she's like calling Megan over. She says, go find Ariel because I don't want either of you to miss out on this. And the wedding's starting soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I think Cosmo's missing. Yeah. Because right now. No, Cosmo's not missing yet. Oh, he's not missing yet. Oh, he goes, he ordered a bunch of root beers. So he's going to go take care of the root beers right now. Yeah. And he's with Trevor. But right. um, basically, 
Megan goes up to the room and sees Ariel in there with two men. Yes. And it's Fanul, who makes me drool. And Emperor Zod. Emperor Zod, who's a big fraud. Um, (laughs) um, Emperor Zod is like, I'm going to find your dad. And Ariel won't give away her dad's position. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm not telling you where he is. But Zavad leaves, Fanul is staying there, and Ariel's kind of pleading with Fanul, saying, yeah, can't you see that your dad's a dick? Yeah, <laughs> basically guard, like, guarding them. Like, not guarding them, but trying to keep them in one place so the dad can deal with them later. Right. So um, th- at that point, Megan and Cutter are looking for Ariel. Right. And they walk into the room, and it's very clear that Fanul's got the hats for Megan, like, yeah. right away. Yeah, he likes her. Megan's like, nah, I don't know about this. Yeah, Megan's like, you're a gas bubble. This is weird. <laughs> You're a gas bubble, but Cutter's you are like, fucking cute. Cutter's still interested in Ariel, so. Yeah. And so Megan, she's showing some interest, but not a lot. We also forgot to mention that the psychic keeps inhaling bugs randomly. Oh, yeah. The psychic is also at the wedding. And we also didn't mention that during that section of Zvad and Fanul first arriving, the psychic bursts into the room and Zavad freezes her into, like, a formation of ice cubes. Yeah, she looks like a Lego character. It looks really bad. Yeah. But, yeah, so the psychic is now frozen and yeah. inhales bugs. <laughs> You're all caught up. Yes. And then Megan says to Ariel, what's going on and what's the matter? Ariel mm-hmm. explains what's happening, that her family, you know, her mom got popped by fucking wind and... Her whole story about being an actual gas bubble on this planet and this is Fanul. And I love that Megan just, she just immediately accepts this as reality. Yeah. She just goes, oh no, I'm so sorry you're going through all of that. (laughs) It's like, if it were me, I'd be like, what? Yeah. You're what? You're a gas bubble? And your planet's under attack? Yeah, I don't know. She just accepts it. And then, um, and then Cutter... Is also comes in there and he's kind of chatting up Ariel. Ariel's over Fanul at this point. Yeah, well, because I mean, Fanul just betrayed her. Right. Bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and then while they're talking up there, that's when Cosmo and Trevor get confronted by Zavad. And Cosmo and Wanda, yeah. <laughs> Cosmo and Wanda. <laughs> and Zavad's like, "You're coming with me." I don't know what Zavad's is gonna try to do. What? Blow him? Blow him away? <laughs> Yeah, finish that sentence faster. <laughs> what, you, you, you gonna try blow to blow him? him? Blow him, <laughs> blow him away? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's just gonna take him back to their planet and deal with it there or what. Yeah. But, um, Either way, it's weird. This is when I really get this idea that Cutter, actually Cutter, Ariel, and Megan are trying to convince Fanul that his dad is terrible and needs to be stopped. Yeah. And Cutter is the one that ends up saving the day because he tells Fanul that there's 18 flavors of potato chips on earth. Oh yeah. Remember that that, that's the argument. That is the point that really turns around Fanul. And uh, he's like, yeah, let's go get my dad is the fact that there's 18 flavors of potato chips. And I guess that's Cutter's way of being like, this is America. (laughs) It's so stupid. That's cool. And that's when I really realized Cutter would be best friends with Brink. Yeah. Just the way that they talk, they would be best friends for life. No yeah. doubt in my mind. And then Fanul is... This is when Fanul's like the best character. <laughs> because 
He just hilarious. rules. He's hilariously out of it because he just landed on Earth in human form. Mm-hmm. So he's just accepting everything. Like, okay, yeah, let's go get my dad. So then they go. This is how they defeat Zvad. They go get a bunch of hair dryers. <laughs> and they're going to try to blow him away. <laughs> So that he pops because their weakness is wind. Again, this is what doesn't make sense to me. So if you have enough wind pressure going at you, you will literally pop because you're still a gas form, even though you're human. Then how is Cosmo and Ariel, how are they surviving? I have no idea. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. to. I don't think it made sense to them. I honestly think that half of them were high when writing this. (laughs) Probably. Either way, Trevor comes in and saves the day with a fucking leaf blower. That's true. Because the hair dryer, it doesn't have enough pressure. Yep. So he comes in with a leaf blower, and <laughs> I'm going to be honest, this was, as dumb as things were in this movie, this was the dumbest part, was Zvad turning into a big gas bubble. <laughs> and it took way too long. They spent way too much time on him being a gas bubble up in space. Yeah. Not up in space, but just like lifting off the ground and not popping yet. Right. And he was a giant gas bubble. I so that, that begs the question, because his body wasn't that big do <laughs> do you gain gas bubbles when you kill them <laughs> i don't know Ari. and then that makes you a bigger bubble i like that you're asking these questions because i certainly can't answer them you know what if anyone out there can answer these questions Someone please just let tell us me know. if when you kill someone you become a bigger gas bubble i need to know for future reference <laughs> so zvad is defeated Cosmo, after 15 hours. Yeah, after 15 hours, Zvad is defeated. Cosmo and Kathy get married. Uh, yep. The psychic and Fred, you thought they were going to kind of get together, but Fred is still distracted by his work. Yep. And the psychic is like, okay. Choking on flies? Yeah, she's choking on flies. But she's kind of, you can see it in her face where she's she's not interested in him. So then we cut to the dancing room floor. Megan and Fanul are slow dancing. Yeah, Ariel she's like and Cutter are slow dancing. We forgot to mention that too, because later Megan's like, "Okay, like I get it. He's she, cute. yeah, she's got a thing for Fanul now." Megan and Fanul are talking, and Fanul says, "I have to go back to my planet. I have to take care of things." And she's like, "I'll right. miss you," and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll come back." And they're slow dancing. It's real cute. Cutter and Ariel are slow dancing, and then what happens, Mel? Then the music very quickly changes to fast pace. It's terrifying. It's the most drastic change from slow to fast music I've ever seen. It genuinely scared me. Actually, I equate it to there was a Hallmark movie that was kind of a Cinderella-based idea story. And the same thing happened in the end of that movie. (gasps) Yes, I remember that. Yeah, where she's slow dancing in her dress. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. She starts crumping. Yeah, and and she starts doing these weird dance moves, and the like orchestra in the back is like, oh, ha, 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 and everyone in the audience is laughing too. It's so fucking weird. I wish I remembered the name of the movie. It was either Lifetime or Hallmark, but it was Hallmark, and it was with that one girl. The you've got to give it a watch if you ever come across it. Hang on, I bet you anything, I can find it. Keep talking. Well, I'll finish up the movie while Ari tries to find the name of that movie. <laughs> so, then this ends with them doing these like fast dancing fanul's dance moves are hilarious <laughs> and and then we cut probably the to, best dance moves yeah then we cut to ariel and megan are best friends now um sisters forever and they're sitting at the cool table 
Heather, the previous mean girl, she feels like she can't sit at the table and she feels awkward because now all of her friends have flocked to Ariel and Megan. And then Megan gets up and she says, Heather, come here. And she invites Heather to sit down. And I got to say, that's the best way to do it. Is you just don't stoop to their level. Be a better version of what you would have wanted to be treated like, you know? And maybe that's my lesson. (laughs) My moral of the story for this one was... Like, if you look up to someone and they're being a dick to you and they're in this position of power, quote unquote, that fit you... Fit for a prince. Okay, fit for a prince. Check out that Hallmark movie. Tell us what you think about the dancing sequence at the end because it's really weird and hilarious. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's my moral of the story is be a better version of not just yourself, but be better than the people who are putting you down. Don't stoop to their level. It's a good one. What is your moral story? Um, if you meet a man named Fanuel, he says he's a gas bubble. Marry him immediately. Yep, because <laughs> he's got sick dance moves. <laughs> he is going to show up for that wedding. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe that could be my moral of the story. Just because you find somebody cute doesn't mean that you're, you know, meant to be together. I don't know. Because she had a crush on yeah. Carter for a really long time, and Ariel was dating couldn't. Canoodle? Canoodling with fanoodly. Um, And so maybe that's it. Maybe don't always, you know, put your eggs in one basket because you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Keep an open mind, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple days. Adios.